This is what makes men, men. We're men, right? Indeed we are, sir. Welcome to another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast. This is where Zachary Small is working to keep masculinity in men, in marriages, and in all fathers. The information shared here is meant to be applied. We're changing the world one man at a time. Now, let's get into the episode with Zach Small on the Family Alpha Podcast. Welcome back to another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast. I am pumped to bring another Fraternity Friday episode. We have been running this series. This is the fourth episode in that series where I'm bringing on men from the Fraternity of Excellence. Oftentimes on here, my guests will be content creators. You'll know their names. But inside the Fraternity of Excellence, we've got a lot of men who are not content creators. What they are, they are men pursuing excellence in their lives, some leading families, some leading marriages, others single, getting after life in their own way. You know, but in this, I'm bringing men who you may not have heard their voice, yet their message is strong. The light that they're bringing to the world is bright. And I wanted to expose that to others who do listen to this podcast. And so today I am joined by Rick Mahoney, longtime FOE man, a husband, a father, FOE brother. Rick, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Zach. Thank you very much for having me on. I'm, the guy I'm pumped to have this conversation. Guy. We've had many conversations ourselves, but this one's going out to the world. So did I miss anything in that? No, I think uh, I think you 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 hit it up pretty good. I'm uh, I am uh, a FOE member, proud FOE member, and uh, happy to be here. So in this journey, you know, one of the things I was saying is, you know, you're not a content creator, and so oftentimes go go to anybody's podcast. They're bringing on celebrities. They're bringing on pod, other podcasters. They're bringing on people who are popular on social media or they, they're, they're subject matter experts in a particular field. And so the conversation focuses on that particular field, and that's what people are going to listen to. But with the, this series, we're bringing on a much more broad brushstroke, like men who have found their way to getting themselves in motion, you know, men who have turned their lives around, men who have found a way to grab life by the horns, whether it's, you know, mind, body, or spirit, you know, finances, relationships, whatever. You have found a way to do all of that. You know, the man you were when we first crossed paths, crossed paths it's difficult <laughs> to the man that you are today who chokes people out for fun and just kind of goes after fears instead of running from them it's night and day and so i wanted to talk about that journey and sort of how you found your way to having that confidence because oftentimes men write themselves off they say you know that type of life is not for me but dude you you've done it like in front of my eyes and it's been amazing so i'm really glad to have you on here like i said a lot of our conversations are not recorded they're offline they're on the phone they're inside foe but this one, we actually get to talk in front of people. And I'm, I'm very excited about that because I think more people need to hear your story and kind of the, the message that you bring to the world. So if you want to start about how you got to the point of just recognizing you wanted to change something in your life, you know, you wanted more, you saw something. I'm not even sure your origin story here, but if you want to start there and kind of roll and we can just see where we, let's pick up where it takes us. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's kind of funny because in the fraternity, you know, the fraternity itself, um, the resources we have in there. I'm kind of a, a background guy, maybe you could say. Um, some would dare say maybe I could be a lurker at times, but I'm definitely a one on one um, conversationalist. And that's how I take advantage of uh, FOE and 
just the all the tools that it brings. So it's kind of fitting that you open that way. Uh, I I'm, I guess I am a, I don't want to say a background guy, but I definitely work on the scaffolding. Uh, that's how I position myself with a lot of things. And um, I might be quiet online, not a content creator, but I definitely feel like it's it's put me in a in a very uh very very unique position i guess in life now especially at this time in my life so i'm in my later 40s now and uh, i came to foe um actually to go all the way back i i found you zach during a time in my life when i had uh, a bit of upheaval just personally on a personal level i it was back in 2000, uh, 2020, and uh, May of 2020, I had a very good friend of mine, one of my best friends, uh, pass away. And what's funny is that I am a person who is generally laid back. I am. Uh, I generally like to have peace in my life. I'm very regimented, creature of habit, and I oftentimes the some of my friends in my inner circle, and especially this friend, uh, they lived life to the fullest. And uh, my friend that passed away, he definitely drank it all in. And it's good to have a man like that, uh, not only be around a person like that, because it brings me out of my shell and um, sets me on an adventure, so to speak. But he was somebody who was really uh, believed in me, um, put me it as you know made me like a brother to him the way he was and when I lost him it was a very big very big loss in my life it took a very big hit personally and so I found myself sitting there looking around and saying well I need what, what does this mean for me now I, I I I don't have this friend anymore who believed in me who provided this sense of adventure um, unfortunately, he probably went a little too far, but I wanted to have that in my life again because, um, you know, I am getting to the point now where I need to have more of that. And I didn't want to fall back into my old ways of just coasting along. I think uh, with, with the podcast that I listened to that you had with Tex, the phrase was used, you just have you take your foot off the gas. Right. And I could feel that I could feel that that was happening, Zach, and that um, it almost felt like a natural inclination. And I saw that as a danger at that point. I'm not sure what made me think of that or what triggered it. Obviously, my friend passing away had a big part in that, but I just felt like I needed something again in my life to provide that sort of tool but it had to be something that I trusted you know um and something that I I felt a connection to and you know I have other other uh friends in my life and family that I have that I rely on like that but I needed to do take action myself this time I couldn't rely on others um I didn't want to have to have that feeling of relying on others I I realized this needed to be a self-generated fire that I needed to somehow find 
to get myself through this period and try and get to another place. You know, here I was, I'm Rick Mahoney, I'm at this spot and I'm stuck. I think a lot of men too that are at my age, uh, that are middle age and come to this point in life, find themselves in this situation where where's my edge? What happened? You know, your body's changing, hormones are changing, your life's changing. Um, oftentimes it's, you have uh, family and kids that um, you need to be there for and still be the person that's, that's driving things forward. And it can be a tough spot. Um, so anyhow, I started, I don't know if I came to you, Zach, through, it was either through Cernovich, who then I went and saw, found uh, Ivan Throne and then you, or maybe it was from Ivan Throne and you, but I, I got a hold of the Family Alpha material online, listened to you on some podcasts, and I really liked your angle, which is family-oriented, family-centered. It's around being the husband, the father, um, that sort of you know, driving leading male figure. So I was searching around and then I saw 31 days to masculinity, 31 DTM challenge pop up and there it was in front of me. And it, it was the stars aligned. God gave me the, the light to look at it. <laughs> Whatever happened there, I came across it and I actually procrastinated at first. I'm like, I don't know. That's good to know going into that program that the procrastination existed. I, I had a question oh. for you, Rick, before you dive into that one. Sure. Looking at this, you know, one, it's really interesting how death brings life into focus. You know, anytime I've lost someone, it, it really makes me look at like what I have, where I'm at, what I'm doing because of the reminder that I'm not always going to have it. It's not always going to be here. And I don't know when the last time I'm going to do a thing is. And so I try to really focus on making sure I'm doing the things I want to do while I can. You know, but the other thing, you just said the stars aligned and I've actually been thinking about this recently. And so it's interesting you brought it up and it's that it's, I don't think when, when people say like, Oh, everything lined up, I think things have lined up many times over, but you weren't ready to see the opportunities that presented themselves. And I think sometimes when you step back and you start to like, really look at like, all right, I'm going to do things differently. You just catch the next thing. And so for people listening, it's, the things will line up for you the moment you start being able to see when things are lining up for you. And so an opportunity like this, if you still had your head in the sand, you know, if you still weren't looking to see like what areas can you improve upon or where do you want to go to, to take life more intentional, you would have missed this too. And so it's just something that I've kind of been reflecting on. It's for many things will line up the moment you start looking at things being lined up. And you start looking at opportunities instead of obstacles. And it seems like that's what happened here. A hundred percent. What a great observation. And uh, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I, I, so Bill passed away May of 2020 and that 31 DTM happened in March of 2021. And so all that time was Time spent ruminating, going through it. Had that 31 DTM popped up the day after I found out Bill passed away, I'm not sure I would have taken it. A month later, not sure I would have went into it. So you're right. 
it was a it was a culmination of events and um, a period of time of reflection, which brought me to that realization and had opened my eyes to be ready for that. Um, that 31 DTM was something special too. It was hell yeah, it was it was a monster. <laughs> it was a monster. It was a monster. Uh, a great group of men. I didn't know what to think. I I went into it hopeful uh, a bit. I, I just my own nature. I'm I go into things cautiously. Wasn't sure how it was going to be. Sometimes you hear about things, especially when it comes to men's development. And unfortunately, some people take advantage of this this uh, men's um, men's health movement, and they put out products and things that aren't really what they say, or the people that are driving them really aren't the people that they advertise who they are. And when I got in there, and then I met you, I mean, I was just blown away. It was I was absolutely impressed, both by the content the level of men that were in there in other words the the type of of men that were in there and what they brought but also you and your authenticity that was huge and that got spread out through the 31 days um it just kept i just felt more and more boy this is the real thing zach is the real thing and it allowed me to relax and really lean into it. Very challenging event. It brought me to new levels of just feeling alive again, having this challenge again. And the magic of it is the day-to-day posting and being in there with a group of men going through the exact same thing and seeing how they deal with it, seeing what challenges they get through doing these each day's uh, event or each day's challenge. So at the end of that, um, there were a few men that reached out to me and said, hey, you know, we, we're in the fraternity and uh, is that something you're thinking about? And these are men that I developed friend- friendships with during that time. And of course, I believe I had a first coaching session with you too. And I was pretty much already sold. that 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 the end of that event i was was definitely sold but zach it really had to do with the authenticity of the men of the challenge and the leadership which was you and when i went into foe it was just an expansion of that that's awesome man when you look at it it's one of those things and i appreciate you saying that and you know one of the i mean let's let's be very transparent here it's called the fraternity Friday series. (laughs) Like, obviously we're focusing on the fraternity. One of the things I always talk about is how this, this isn't a giant ad. It's just in a recognition as to what's going on. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's the hardest thing to push on the internet is that it's like, yo, this is not something that's made up to catch eyeballs. Like this is just, it is what it is. You know, and on these calls, like right now we're having this conversation and you're, you're sharing your journey, but like, this is not, you're not paid to be here, man. Like you're paying to be in that community and that membership and the calls that we've had, you know, a lot of the things that we've done, it's every single moment we've had where we've spoken about these things has been like, this is who I am. This is what we're doing. Do you want to be a part of it? You know, and every man has that choice to make. There's no gimmicks. There's no gotchas. There's no, 
let me promise you the fucking the, the heavens. And then all you have to do is just join the group and then everything will be solved. It's like, no, man, like, here's what happens. Men join and we work together and we're honest with one another. We're authentic. You know, you had to share some very difficult things and we had to sit and talk and work through all of that. We had to come up with game plans. I mean, not too long ago, you had to do a very difficult thing <laughs> and, you know, getting over that damn bridge and, and the freaking high ropes course and all these things, like a lot of fears, a lot of real challenges are being presented to all of us. And the, the growth that comes from that, it only works. You know, we're in our sixth year of operation here. This would only work if it was legit. And so you bringing that up, man, it does mean a lot because there's no greater, um, I, don't, I don't want to call it testimonial. There's no greater recognition of what we're doing than recognizing the fact that it's fucking legit. It is real. These are real men doing real work. And the result is real, you know, bonds forged, but also changes occurring. And so as you're going through this and, you know, you made the decision to join, what would you say was changing there? Like in your life, you know, you did the challenge and you were committing to like joining the group. Were you starting to find yourself more connected or were you starting to find the results in your life had changed enough for you to want to go in on this community? Like what was the changes that led to you saying, all right, I'm going to go from a 31 day commitment to let's see how long I can go with this. Uh, I would say the driving two factors were the authenticity and the camaraderie. So the authenticity, not only of the people involved, but also in the results that I was getting, they, they were real results. They were tangible. I could, I could see them in my day to day. And I've done others self-improvement type of things. And, you know, you get a little high from it, little uh, dopamine hit for about a week. And then it's, fades away and maybe you're not doing that schedule or whatever. And maybe I wasn't ready for those changes when I was doing those things to be, uh, to be fair. However, with this, it was just a continual path. Uh, it was not linear and it is, it has not been linear. So I don't want to make the mistake of putting that across. Like I go in and, you know, everything is just uh, roses and berries and peaches here. <laughs> you mean it, everything does get perfect overnight? No, 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 it's a roller coaster ride, but it's a roller coaster ride where, you know, at the end, when you go in, you give sincere effort, you, you, uh, you stay as authentic as what you are receiving. Um, in other words, what you're giving and what you're putting out is, is authentic of what, as what you're receiving, you're going to get to the end of that ride and you will see those results. Right. And it's funny. I would look at things day to day. And as I when I first started FOE, I would look at things on a day to day rate as far as my progress. And there were times I, I flat out felt very disappointed and deflated. Um, I would see plenty of peers and other men making strides. And here I was and I did not feel that I was I was making those strides. So the mistake was in a day-to-day, minute-by-minute measurement. Because as I said, for me, it was not linear. Um, and I don't believe it's, if there are, if it has been linear for some folks, uh, some of the men in the group, I don't think that's a common event uh, from, from the way I understand it. But when I looked at it as a whole, as a holistic process, 
it, there is no doubt in my mind, I changed my reality. I changed the reality of who I was. And I started to think about what, what am I going for here? And what it was is to become the ideal self of who you are, of who each man is. And that is an individual journey for each of the members. Some guys may go into this and know exactly what they want. I had a rough idea, but a lot of things unfolded as I went along as well. And that came through mistakes I made, um, mistakes I saw other guys make that um, related that information, uh, and, and the progress they made, even more importantly, when they switched things up, um, and of course, the guidance from other men. So the process as a whole, there's, there's such a clear difference between who I was in April of 2021 to now, January of 2023. Um, I realized I had all these roadblocks that were built up in my head, fears and insecurities and, and those type of things that for the first time, I really felt like I could make breakthroughs on. And I have. Uh, a specific example, I'd been out of jujitsu for over 20 years, and it was a, something that I had. It just got in my blood when I had done it back in my 20s, and I, I really wanted to go back. Physically, I had to get myself there, but mentally, I didn't really have, have it down so that I could pull the trigger on it with, obviously, the coaching with you. And being I was, hoping, I was hoping the story was going to come up. <laughs> I was hoping jujitsu was going to find its way into this because that that's been huge, the, the hill, yeah. the milestone, the obstacle to get to getting in there, dude. It's like the switch went off, and it was like one of those like fucking hail marys too. Because it was like, dude, if if you don't catch this, if this thing doesn't happen, I don't think the rest of those dominoes fall. Like that was such a monumental thing. Like once you did that, everything else just started to flow. Like the dam broke. And all of a sudden, it's like the water more and more and more. And now you are who you are now. But it was interesting because I, I also go back to that as I put that actually ahead of 31 DTM, if I'm being honest. That moment to me was the moment. It defined the rest of what came from there. Well, uh, dude, it was such it was such a huge moment. And so just to expand it for the audience, I had talked to you about it and said, okay. I called the gym. I told them I wanted to come. They said, yeah, why don't you come on this Wednesday? Blah, 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 blah. Wednesday came up and I, all of my fears, insecurities, everything. I said, there's no way I can go. I, I'm not going to do it. But I had talked to you about it. And I also had talked to that gym about it. So instead I went down and I visited and I watched a class and I got to meet some of the people there. Felt more comfortable. So round two came up, which was the next week, and that was do or die. And uh, I got in the car, did some deep breathing. You and I talked. You, you were right there with me, got me through the door, and there I was in, on the mat for the first time in 20-plus years. I couldn't believe it. And every time that I go and uh, take a class, and participate i walk through those doors it's there's always a moment where i'm nervous because i'm i'm not naturally a 
confrontational person or a you know a, a a natural fighter some some guys are natural fighters and uh for me to go in there and do this it, it was completely opposite of of my personality in a lot of ways and when i walk in there it is a jujitsu gym however it's also an arena of managing my fears which is even bigger and because i did that that broke through all these barriers in my head i said if i can do this what else can i do where else can i go with this and um, it's expanded through that sort of mindset and that trajectory has expanded through being a father being there for my daughter uh, being there as a husband learning ways to be better at both um, and be somebody that I felt I could be proud of in that position because before I didn't have that I didn't have the artillery I didn't have the the I didn't have that grounding I I didn't really believe I could do it and for the first time in a long time I did um so that was a, a huge breakthrough and when we talk about fears that has been the focus of where I am making the most progress it's no longer looking at life through a lens of fear right and looking at situations of i can't handle it it's now i can handle it right i i can handle it what are you going to bring what are you going to do i can handle it now that's where i'm at with uh, so many things not just with jujitsu but as i said other aspects of life well, it's incredible to see that play out and it, the impact it has on those around you is definitely something I wanted to jump on because you're married, you have a daughter, you know, you, one of the things that we, I mean, all if we men are talking about but in particular, you know, to this discussion, you and I have discussed is the example that we're setting for others. And so I was wondering how has this transformation of self impacted the family impacted your view on the future that you have for yourself and your family, you know, and being a parent, We've got those little eyes on us all the time, you know, and it's, it's both the most, it's the greatest motivation in the world. They're always there watching, but it's also the greatest form of accountability because they're always watching. That, that is a tenant that I've had to have drilled in my head. They are always watching. They're always picking up. And it's funny as men, it's a fun, we have a funny dichotomy as men. You know, we, we don't really, we can, we don't need, well, I guess it's funny. We, we feel that we don't need people to help us at times. We're driven, competitive. We want to go out and conquer the world at times. But at the same time, on the other hand, having a relate, having relationships, solid relationships with people outside of your family and of course with your wife and daughter those make the those make life shine bright and that's where we grow and learn so we have this dichotomy this this these two opposing forces that happen so how does that apply to what we're talking about here you know 
oftentimes I was in a position where my insecurities and my fears would be swirling around in my head. And here I'm living in this little world in my head where I, I have these things flying around. This is pre-FOE, post-FOE. It's completely different because you're connected to a community and you're connected to a community of men who are experiencing all sorts of things in life, things that can be much more dire and challenging than your own situation. And it really gets you out of your head and makes you realize, you know, I'm, I'm not alone out there, but there are also solutions and I don't have to be this way. I don't have to, I don't have to go through life locked up in this one mind frame. I talk it, talk about it as changing stations, like on a radio or, or changing the channel on a TV. Every time that I interact in FOE, on calls, even on 101s, just even the opening lines of saying hello, asking a, another gentleman how they're doing, or hearing how they're doing, or offering how you're doing, just that can change your whole mindset and switch the channel so you're on the right frequency. The frequency that I discovered that has now flavored my life with my wife and kids is being more at ease, having fun, having adventure. And as I said, as a creature of routine and creature of habit, I need a little kick in the ass. And I find it through um, FOE. And I, because of the time I've spent in there and the people that I've gotten to know and the brothers that I have in there now, they're, I, I trust it. I trust it. And so it's easier all around. It, it, it makes life easier. You're not, you're not, it's not a constant push and pull and you're in a, a state of frustration. So when you look at the patience developed, you look at the fear removed, you know, that pressure in your head taken out, one has to wonder how we ever thought that that was normal. And I've been there, man. Like I've been like, you, you live a certain way to it's always go, 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 you know, and there's no real, even when you're resting, you're thinking about either what you're supposed to be doing next, what you're not doing, how you're failing, where you're failing, or where you need to be going to put in more work so you don't fail. But there's never a moment of just sitting like, I'm happy with what I have. I'm, I'm digging this family and we're on a good trajectory together. It's either the husband against the wife, you know, the kids against the parents, um, work, money, relationships, your health, you know, or you're distracting yourself to where you're, you're looking and feeling like crap, but you've normalized it. Be like, this is okay. And then you get to the point you're talking about where you feel good, you're confident, you're looking around, you're like, there are areas to improve. Like, I'm not satisfied, but I'm also very content. And so it just, it trips me out, man. When I hear these people tell me their stories and they're so like, just accepting of living such a, a life that is so far from what could be their norm. And it's unfortunate because, and, and that's honestly why I'm hoping conversations like this pointed out for others. This is for everyone. Anyone in any station, all you have to do is slow things down. And you don't have to join the fraternity. You don't have to do 31 DTM. You don't have to do any of those things. All you have to do is start focusing and prioritizing yourself as a human being and your well-being. Slowing things down and relaxing and looking at, all right, what are the real issues? Objectively, you know, is it weight? Is it fear? Is it, is it past traumas? Is it the bank account? Is it the scale? You know, like there's a lot of things one can look at to reflect upon. And if you were to slow down and do that and just start working on it, dude, 
how many people would see their lives turn around? They, they're looking at you right now like, damn, I wish I had that. And you're sitting here telling them the script. You can't have this. All you have to do is start working towards it. You know, stop ignoring the issues that are going on and just start addressing them one by one. And honestly, as you said, you know, having the accountability, that helps. Having uh, the resources that we have, you know, the, the people you can depend on, just knowing you're a part of something bigger. And when you say, hey, guys, I have this issue, people actually care. Or when people reach out to you and say, hey, man, how are you doing? They actually want to know the answer. They're not waiting to tell you something about themselves. You know, the, the solution is so close for so many. And I certainly hope in your story they're hearing that. It really is a tragedy that people can't have or discover this um, within themselves or in their life. And, you know, they get to a point where they're on the verge of divorce. The kids aren't talking to them. Um, they're, they're relying on alcohol or drugs. They're, they're almost losing their job, losing their house. You know, these, these things that, that seem to be, oh man, this happened to me. It creeped up, but really it wasn't. It, it was a series of events. And these events were times when maybe you could have been working on these, on these little things to to get you in the right direction but they continually pulled you in the wrong direction and it's it's really a shame when i hear about uh people that it's mostly men that are outside the fraternity that i know and run into and i i hear these stories and things that happen and the frustration levels i just i want to grab them and say you know it's okay and you know you can handle it um you you need to go through it and 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 you need to look at these things, but you can handle it and you can do it. Now, it, it also comes down to what you brought up earlier when we were talking about how I got here. I had to be ready for it. Right. And so you can't grab somebody and say that if they're not ready for it, it that message might not be received. You could it could go off, off into nowhere and then this person continues on their trajectory or they, they're angry at you for bringing it up um, and those sort of things. Uh, it's, it really is, it's sad. And especially for men, you know, um, some of these things that come out now, let's take, let's take the idea of com being competitive. You know, I, I've read, some things that talk about how that's a toxic trait or it's it's a bad trait it's really not you know if anything maybe the with some people the execution of it can be toxic if they choose to do malicious things but the idea of competitiveness as a something as a a, a bad trait uh it's a it's a, it's a toxic trait it blows my mind. You know, if you think about competition, generally with men too, if you are in a situation, let's say you're at work, let's say you're a, a sales rep and there's another sales rep in there. You two are the top two sales rep in the company. That person though is your competitor and you go against them. Oftentimes these men, uh, from my perspective, anyhow, oftentimes these men will have respect for each other and they actually need each other. 
They need that competitiveness. They need that edge because that's what drives them to be better. Now, whether they wind up number one this month or number two this month, you know, that's a whole different story. But the point is to be able to have that and talk openly about that and have people driving you that way in your life and you accepting it and saying, you know what, I, I enjoy having this competition and I enjoy being competitive. I'm going to give this, this guy a run for his money. To be able to just do that and, and both of you enjoy the process. As I said, you know, it's, it's all in the execution. I mean, people can be very, there, there can be, I guess, toxic people, every, you know, on both sides, uh, whether it's men or women or whatever. But uh, the point is for men to be able to embrace these things and find joy in them and find progress through this, you know, that's some of that is, is the secret sauce as well. And honestly, I would say that's one of the biggest components that are missing from men's lives. I mean, it's the reason that I built the fraternity of excellence. You know, when, when I was going into this, I was running 31 DTM and we had the group going that we did. It's one of those main things that made me realize like men need men. Men need a group of men. They need a tribe. I needed it after leaving the military. You know, people find it through college teams. They find it through the police, firefighters, a lot of fraternal orders. When you leave them, you've got to find it again. And so that's what we offer is that sense of accountability and competition. You know, putting men to understand there is a higher standard. You're not a strong man because you're tougher than your wife and kids. Put yourself with other men and then you find where you rank as a man. You're not a squared away man because you, you've got the beard and you get the loudest voice in the home. No, put yourself with other men and see what they're doing. And then you start to swap notes and you see the standard that's set by strong, powerful dudes. And they're all strong in different ways. We've got men who are uh, crushing it physically, men who are crushing it financially, men who are crushing in all these different arenas. And they all swap notes because the aim is for us to be strong in all those environments. And so we've got peaceful fathers that are making money while getting jacked, while improving their relationship, while helping focus on their mental health and their spirituality all at the same time. And so when you don't have men like that around you, you stop doing those things. You're like, well, I'm, I'm better than those around me, but it's just women and kids around you or other men who are plugged in and they're not doing anything themselves. And so it's not that difficult. You know, to be as long as I'm not, you know, on the show, my 600 pound life, I'm not that bad. Well, no, man, if you're five foot eight and 400 pounds, you're that bad. You're just not on TV. And so <laughs> it's one of those things where we've got to set a little bit higher of a bar and stop comparing ourselves to the worst. I look at the best, man. I'm like, yo, that's I compare myself to that. And, and then I work, but not not in like, oh, I'm not good enough because of that. I'm just saying I look at the top guys. And I'm like, there's, there's more I can do. There's ways I can grow and improve as a man, not to be them, but to be my best me. And so Rick, as you've gone through this journey, you know, and there are men listening to this podcast right now and they're kind of on the edge, like, all right, dude, he's speaking to me. I was in his shoes or I am in his shoes. What's your advice to those who are listening? And they're, they're kind of on the edge looking to commit, especially this early into 2023, you know, they're looking to make this year, the year they turn it around. Do something good for yourself and don't feel bad about it. And when I say that, I'm talking about what's going to get you to your ideal self. What do you want in life? You're talking about, oh, you were, you were just mentioning, you know, if a guy's talking about, you know, well, I, I have a beard and, you know, I, I catch the football games every weekend and I have people over and, you know, I, I, I get order in the house with an iron fist. That's not really leadership. 
right? That's that might be what some people or some men think is leadership, but it's not. It's it's through connection. It's through peaceful fathering, um, and it's 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 leading without you know if there is conflict in the household, it's it's very minimal, and it's just things that you work through in a healthy way. Those are those are men that I would say are leaders. And that's what a lot of men need to find. If you're sitting there and you're, you're unsure, um, we get so many signals out there. Now it's, it just seems this way that, you know, men, men uh, should be put on the back burner in society. And maybe that's not even the right way to say it, but you know, Men, men should should be worried about other things rather than working on themselves. Well, that's backwards. And you shouldn't feel bad about taking a leap, getting involved, coming into a situation like FOE where you're around trusted, a trusted group of peers who will level you up and bring you, bring you to your ideal self. Um, there's a whole reality that got changed for me. My reality is completely different. And I, if you had asked me in June of 2020, what your reality, what's your reality going to look like in 2023, Rick, I wouldn't even imagined that it would be where I'm at now. So know that every minute that you postpone that, every hour, all right, every month that you postpone doing something for yourself, that's you're, you're prolonging a event of suffering or, or not getting to where you need to be. And it's okay to work on these things. And as I said, it's a tragedy that more people don't get on this journey and get on it as soon as you can, because the rewards are bountiful and they spread out through all areas of your life. It's not just going in and paying for a membership. The return on investment is so much more than that. There's so many tangible things and there are intangible things as well. It's a, it's a double-sided present that you're giving yourself. So um, I guess that's my message as, <laughs> as a whole. That's a great message. And you kind of robbed me from uh, my closing point. I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> Because you jumped the gun on that one. And so hell of an answer, but I'm going to ask you another question just because, you know, one of the ways I'm looking to close these out and brother, I appreciate your time and thank you for letting us into your world. You know, you're, you're spot on men. And I agree, you know, oftentimes men, they put everyone ahead of themselves because they think they're being a good man. And they're saying, Hey, I'm pushing you forward. I'm supporting you. But here's the thing you've got to give value. You've got to have value within you, which means you've got to finish that damn race too. So run your ass off to that finish line and show them how to get there instead of going behind them in the race and trying to push them forward. Lead. That's what men need to do. They need to lead themselves. They need to lead others. And if you don't know how to lead others, then surround yourself with other men who do. We can help you get yourself started. Nobody did the work for Rick. He did the work. All we did was offer our different inputs and advice and recommendations on how to go about that process. You know, and in turn, he's helped other men. Many conversations in person, you know, online. It's not an online group anymore. We meet up too frequently in person. My, my family's met Rick, actually. I'm thinking about the cookout we went to. And so it's <laughs> it's a real thing, man. Like in the flesh, real thing, meeting face-to-face. -face. These are real men doing the work. But Rick, even though you answered it somewhat, I'm going to ask you anyway. The closing point I'm asking all the FOE men, 
why do you choose to remain in the fraternity after all the growth you've had and all the things you've done? Why not walk away and just carry on on your own? Um, I would bring it full circle and go back to the reasons that I joined, which is um, the camaraderie and the authenticity. Those are two huge drivers. They mean something more and maybe a little bit more expansive to me now because we've had these live events. Um, it, it's been, FOE has been in my life for so much longer now. You've been in my life. The, the men that are in there have been in my life. Um, but now that I've made breakthroughs, I that are, are sticking and that I trust, I trust what I can get out of what I put in here <laughs> and the magic that happens within the group. You know, there is plenty of other things that I need to work on. Uh, there's there I have been knocking off fears and self-doubts out of the park. I have some other areas I need to work on, get better at. And um, I also hope to help some of the men that are coming in now. And uh, I feel there's more to do for me as an individual within the fraternity, both as a, a, a man who is developing, a man who can help others develop, and um, some other ideas that I have that I think would really enhance the group. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like I said, till the wheels fall off, baby. <laughs> We're going. But 100%. It, it's one of those things. It's the the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And so when I look at this, you know, one plus one doesn't equal two when you're talking about FOE men. You take one FOE man and you you put him with another FOE man, that's like four or five average men. <laughs> you know, one plus one are the output of of focus, the output of energy, the output of positive vibes, the output of capacity. Like if we men don't quit. And so one plus one doesn't equal two in our world, in our world, you know, we're breaking the, the quantum physics or whatever the hell you want to make there. But brother, thank you again for your time. I appreciate you coming on here. You know, I'm really digging this series because I get to talk to you guys one-on-one -on -one and kind of dig deep into your world and what you have going on. And so for you, your family, you know, everything that you've got going on, just, I appreciate the work and the example you're setting. I appreciate you being there to help your fellow Thanks. man. And again, I just want to thank you again for dedicating the time to coming on here. Cause I know you're a busy dude. And I'm guessing you just hung up on me. And so with that, we're going to close this episode out. This has been another episode on the Family Alpha podcast. If you're digging what we're doing, make sure you like, subscribe, spread the good word. And if you want to go further, you want to interact with men like myself and Rick, please check the link below. It's going to the Fraternity of Excellence. You can jump into the walls today. But that's up to you. Make the call. We're doing the work with or without you. You're invited, but you got to jump on the train. We're moving. And so let's go. As Rick said, the longer you wait to commit to change and to commit to getting that accountability, the longer it's going to be before you experience the growth and the gains and the connections that could be had. So have a great one. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And next Friday, we'll be dropping another one. So you get to introduce you or I can introduce you to more men within the Fraternity of Excellence. Stay well. You've just finished another episode of the Family Alpha podcast. Now go out and apply what you've learned and be sure to follow Zach on Twitter and Instagram at Zach Small underscore. Also, be sure to check out Zach's work at thefamilyalpha.com and his private men's community, thefraternityofexcellence.com.